When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So recently, some people have asked me to teach them how to banter and give them banter lessons. And also if I would write an opening line to a lady on a dating app for them. And then I realized, whoa, I should be doing this for a lot of people, not just a couple people. So if you guys are interested in getting my help, learning how to banter, learning how to stand out from all the other dudes who are using openers like, hey, how's your Monday shaping up? And wow, you're beautiful. Because so many women hear that, and I'm going to help you not do that. So find me on this really cool new app called Instant Go. It's an app that allows you to get advice from professionals in a million different fields, and I'm one of them. So go there to instantgo.com slash Kristen Carney, that's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y, and hit me up for some help. We'll help you get the ladies, or at least a date. We will definitely get you a date. So come find me on instantgo.com slash Kristen Carney. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women Podcast, we are all over the gamut. We dig into our mailbag and overanalyze the crap out of your questions. We talk about hair up there to hair down there. We talk about approaching the friend zone, dating with disabilities, dating with impairments, dating with challenges, tons of stuff. So keep listening. Want advice and step-by-step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day? Then sign up for your free Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make With Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash advice and sign up now. Podcast. It's Kristen Carney, one of your hosts here with Marty Kinris, owner of WingGirlMethod.com. And we have back with us a very usual guest, I guess, but it's we've been doing it now for so long. I feel like once a year is pretty frequent of a guest, but Marissa Madsen. But I'd say less than that. It is less than that, but I feel like you... No, more than that. Sorry, more than that. You've been on... I think you've been on our show like six times. Uh, you've been in every I think, studio. I think yeah. four. She was, yeah, you have been on more. Yeah. Four? Yeah, oh, but I've been in every studio. Yeah, you have been in every studio. Yeah. A podcast, what a one, you're at Playboy, you were at Dash. For my badges. Seriously, I'll make you one when, okay. before you walk out. <laughs> um, but yeah, Marissa Madsen is back on the show. Hello. And we enjoy having her here. That's why she's back. And I think she always delivers awesome, awesome advice. And very funny. So today I watched your Kristen Wig impression. And oh it was God, so funny. You. I can't oh do God, I'm thank so... You so much, guys. It's so sweet of you to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm so embarrassed right now. Yeah, it's That's like perfect. Sub- it's like the subtlety of it. I can't <laughs> capture. I cannot do impressions. Really? Well, neither can I actually. Yeah. I mean, you did just do an Ace Ventura before we started. Come do me, join. Yeah, that's not an impression. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> me reciting any, a line. Any new stories for us about dating? For about, about guys, what they should uh, <gasps> hear? Some successes, some non successes. What's your dating situation? Guys are frustrating me right now. It, um, well, it is cue, funny. Cue knife sound. Read. <laughs> <laughs> so my neighbor 
who Arena, who was on the show, who's single, I, I, I've talked to her about her before. Um, she said to me last night, she's like, I just don't understand how you have clients. How do men have trouble <laughs> with dating? It's all our, on our end. It's all us having trouble finding guys. And I'm like, oh my God, if my guys could hear what? you saying that, they'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, like, it's yeah. so funny that so many women... That's her experience. Yeah, People her experience. only know their experience. Yeah. So it's just funny that... that she was like, men have it so much easier. That was what she said. Men have it so much easier. I think she's thinking about it in terms of like the ratio of the sexes wanting to settle down. Yes. While the women are like, I want a boyfriend, I want a boyfriend. And she, in her mind, you know, like this typical thing is that guys don't want to settle down. So I think that's maybe more of what she's talking about. Yeah. Well, I think it's, she's looking at probably like her perspective um, well, obviously I that's what you just said. From her perspective, of guys flaking on her and having bad situations with guys who don't like her, as right? Much but as she what likes she's them. not doing is coming across the men that are having a hard time because she's not interested in them because right. they're the ones having a hard time. So right. they're, she's they're in her blind spot. Everybody's missing each other, but they're that's in her blind spot, on. literally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But well, she's actually more open to the nice guys. I think she's having difficulty mm-hmm. with those guys as well. Anyway, that's that's a yeah. separate thing. But I want to hear about what's going on with Marissa. Um, Marissa is dating, not, not too, not too many, not too often, but (laughs) I don't know. I'm just saying I'm, I'm frustrated because, uh, there's one person who like when we are face to face, it's so, he's so charming and he's really fun and we have a really good time. But then when we're texting or rather not texting, I can't tell what's going on. He's kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde. So absolutely like if he's not if he's there and if he's not um, there. Yeah, like he's not that receptive to texts and when he like he's just he says more charming things in person or he'll use like more pet names in person. But right. then so he's text, a casual guy. I guess. I yeah, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. And I think that's the hard a lot of part girls. that we don't want to recognize. Yeah. Is that it's a casual person. Yeah. He doesn't want anything more. Yeah. Oh, sorry to bum sorry. you out. Now we've been I mean, you before the show I, I've actually I mean, been doing that like... on my other podcast where people come on and I'm just like making them sadder. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not wah, doing it on purpose, wah. but like there's something, I just am like pulling out the well, reality. I mean, that's what your show's about. Yeah, but it's like they're already depressed and I'm piling on. I yeah. mean, anyway. I'm not expecting like at this stage for it to be anything but casual. I just... But I don't think I mean, he... I just think the difference of personality, like, cause I feel like I'm pretty much the same. Like when I text or when I talk to you or how responsive I am or how excited I am or what, you know, like showing my emotions. So I just, I don't know if that's, you know, is that shady is like, is I can't, t- then it makes me think that if he's acting this charming in person, that it's like an act. Well, just so, talk to him. Ask. Yeah. I'm just confused about it. <laughs> See, okay. So that, that's like something for guys to listen to because you have to understand that this is what women have going on for them. I'm not trying to put down or belittle anything that men have going on on a daily basis with women, but this, for the purpose of the show, is to educate men, not educate women. But um, this is what women are dealing with, which is why it becomes more challenging and difficult for well-intentioned guys. And so let's say this guy is totally into Marissa, but he has no clue how to text. He is not, as you said, not as responsive. His character doesn't come through in his text. He doesn't seem as excited to talk to her through text as he does in person. Like This is something for guys to be aware of because this is what's making you frustrated and pull away from him. Well, right? So a guy mm-hmm. might be behaving like that and wondering why isn't she 
giving me more or why isn't she texting me more? But it's because they're not aware that they're coming across like this. Right. Like in a disinterested way. So what does it mean being disinterested? Like by not responding as quickly to you? Hmm. Yeah, maybe not or not as often as I feel like his enthusiasm in real life shows. Right, so it's inconsistent. It's inconsistent, yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. so less there's less like exclamation marks. Less exclamation marks, and I'm definitely like an emojier, so yeah. I feel like in real life or in text, like <laughs> no, but serious question because I feel like there are people in real life that are like, I'm an emoji, I'm 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 pretty Which is expressive also, in real life, yeah, yeah, like I'd I would be that one with the hands up by the, yeah, yeah, the face, I know that one. yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what does that one mean, by the way? My mom keeps sending it to me, and so does my sister. <laughs> <laughs> is it like, ooh, I want to hold you? No, it's like, ah, so excited. Oh, okay. Ah. I look at it as it like, ooh, I want to hug you. Here are my hands. Yeah. Could be that or like too. grab your boobies. Or Sometimes it's like, here I am. Yeah, like we. Yeah. Okay. That's, it's we. Yeah, it's like that kind yeah, of expression. Okay. Um, when I grab people's boobies, I say we. Yeah, me too. Do I. When someone oh, grabs mine, I say we. We're all, we have something in common. Okay. There was this article that was sent to me that I thought was really interesting that I wanted to discuss with you guys. Okay. So school tells students they must say yes when asked to dance at Valentine's Day party. What? So basically, like, it's all in the headline. They're instructing um, the students of an elementary school that they have, they can't say no. I like that. Do you? Fuck these kids. <laughs> Seriously, fuck these kids and thinking that they can be like, nah, I don't like you. Yeah, you cannot like that person, but I think participating and going through the motion might wake some wake you up a little bit and open you up to other people and make you a little bit nicer. I think, you know, people are going to be rejected enough in their lives. You might as well, and it's elementary school, right? Mm-hmm. You might as well be forced to dance with- Like have stretch a it out part. a little bit longer. Yeah, because you're going to you're gonna get to the point where that's not going to happen very quickly. So yeah. But you don't think it's better to be exposed to it at a younger age? Um. I think there's already enough reality that this is not like expose it. It's like. I right. Okay. I, I hear what you're saying. What do you think? I think that's crazy. I think it's crazy too. the reason I cry about the, the kids who were left out. Like I, I sit up at night thinking about these That's kids. the thing. These kids aren't, I, I get like, I'm not the type that thinks everyone should have a trophy. And, but I don't think that this is that. I the reason I s- I'm so surprised you actually agree with it. I know. Well, the reason I jumped to it was because the other day I was um, watching the news and there was a story about how um, they're teaching, which I understand, but they're teaching. And I guess it's already in 31 states, but teaching kindergartners um, about negative touching, like it's a class wow. um, that will be in kindergarten. Hmm. And and I get it, but when they were talking about it, they were saying. You should ask people before, like they'll teach the kids, ask before you hug someone. But mm. to me, that just cuts off any sort of natural, like, I just want to hug you. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. And they're like, you say, you know, and then you don't force your child to hug Uncle Bob at the that, family that I reunion. Understand. I guess, but also I feel like giving kids the choice to just like ignore all the time because they can is obnoxious. I still think teaching them manners super like the, important the nice thing to do yeah so i guess here what i'm saying is it's it's teaching them or not teaching them it's basically making kids be nice to other kids because kids have are given every every opportunity to be dicks to one another so on valentine's day yeah you have to dance with your fr- with the ugly kid you know you just you swayed me yeah because i actually was like what the fuck this is like gonna screw them later on down the road no. but you're 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 ac- you're actually right because the, the thing is is that they may 
just have that moment too where they feel so wonderful. Even though they know that it's forced on them, it still may feel absolutely amazing for them to boost their confidence in some way. Yeah, like this girl, maybe she didn't choose to dance with you, but she is dancing with you. And that's a memory that that kid will remember. The chubby kid who no one was nice to had a nice Valentine's Day dance. Yeah, and he finally gets to ask this one girl who he's been thinking about for so long. Right. And she has no choice but to say yes. I think he has those three minutes to win her over. Yeah. Because, okay, I mean, she I could talk to her you. friends about him afterward and make fun of him, which I'm sure she'll do. But at least he had those three but minutes. But he had those three minutes, and he'll hold on to those. Yeah, you know what? I'm fine. I agree with you. Thanks. How about the bully who asks out the girl, and then the girl's like, okay. Right. If he's That's, like, like, intimidating, you mean? That's, like, forcing somebody to go with somebody she doesn't want to go with. Me too. Mm, me too. Yeah, but then that's going to equip you with better tools as an adult like I have to do it when you work with you get a job you can't choose everyone who works in the office mm-hmm. so you have to learn to deal with people you don't like I mean I just feel like this whole dance situation is like a, a failure from the beginning like why why are you having a Valentine's Day dance no, if, why not? If, if if you're uh, because all right fine but if you are going to then don't make it about like a couple's thing just right, make it a, like, why, how about just play like, class music? That's Don't all, have any couples dance. You're already, yeah, like it should Although, be like, just go to the dance and you can dance with whoever you want to. Like, because then, then it's like separating, left out. but then it's like separating like, oh, Valentine's Day is for couples only. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would you even It is have... for couples only though. These are the realities <laughs> that we have to fucking deal with. Yeah. I saw an article that and was- some g- people get- not asked to Valentine's Day dances. Exactly. And that's the reality. That's true. That's <laughs> that they true. Have to learn. But what I'm saying is, I guess, I mean, I do see both sides now, too. Because, like, what are we going to do about prom? Everybody has to say, everybody has to have a date to prom. No, everybody has to no, go no, to prom, no, you know. No. Yes, but I, I guess what I'm thinking. This all the way through school. <laughs> what I'm thinking is, like, whoever feelings, proposes you, marriage this, to you, you have to marry. Yes, why not? <laughs> this is going to eliminate people murdering people in high school. I honestly mm-hmm. think so. Yeah, I mean, it would help with the going postal type of yes, situation. I hon- <laughs> well, like, if maybe later on they'll make fun of that person, but still, like, you lower that level of anxiety and anger by having that nice moment of dancing. I, I just, yeah. Good. The way I, yeah. But why can't I've it be just, we have a Valentine's topic. Day dance, and if someone asks you to dance with them, then be nice and dance with them. Can't but, that be yeah, the rule? Yeah, I know. It does suck because it's like you can't bank on people for being making nice choices, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or kids especially. But, the, but uh, the whole Valentine's Day thing, this should come out, by the way, on... Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll make it's a good idea. Be, uh, Some, this so, week. Okay, great. <laughs> so normally we backtrack, but... Right, exactly. Or, Backpile or stock, whatever. But uh, I saw I'm I saw the thing for Valentine's Day for yep. gals for girls to go. Yep. Like no, it's Valentine's Day. If you don't like it, don't participate. There can be Valentine's Day, sure, but that no one wants to date. Day. No one wants to date any woman celebrating Valentine's Day. Sorry, that's why you're single because you're into Valentine. Well, things I, like Valentine's I will Day. Say one thing: when I was single, in, when I was in college. I made my friends go out with me on Valentine's Day because I was of like, course That's the best. Day yeah, of, the of course you can go out with your girlfriends on Valentine's Day. Don't call it Valentine's yeah, Day. Don't call it, you're right. Don't <laughs> put it a new name. Please. We all know that it's a name started to make everybody feel better. Exactly. About it. <laughs> well, what's wrong with feeling better? <laughs> <laughs> a lot. But no. now I'm agreeing with no, you. Now yeah. I, all I'm thinking is about all like these these people and their wonderful I, three. I minutes. think because I'm thinking. I don't know the context of that article, but. The first thing that popped into my head was like first graders. It wasn't to me in like eighth grade or, you know, I mean, maybe if you're older, yes, don't force someone to say, but these little kids, that's what I'm visualizing. I could be totally wrong. Well, is it for an entire school or what? I was in sixth grade at uh, Canesville Elementary School and she was told, uh, uh, 
uh, sorry, this is for a mother, that she was shocked to hear her child tell her she couldn't tell a fellow student no if he asked her to dance Talk at the coming event. Confused, Richard told her daughter that she was misunderstanding the situation because that's not how it is. The daughter's teacher, however, confirmed to Richard that in fact her daughter has to say yes and has to accept such a proposal. I mean, this is a little rapey. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, like a little rapey vibe to it, but sixth grade. You must say yes. Yeah. But it's like, oh, but his hands have, like, there was this kid we went to. I'm not backtracking on my opinion, but I am opening up <laughs> a little bit. There was this kid uh, in our grade. His name was Jacob. And he had. He can still hear you. I know. He probably doesn't have <laughs> a phone, though. <laughs> he was poor. No. Well, but he had. He's probably like a trillionaire now. Yeah, I know. He had, like, the creepiest skin disease on his hands. And as a kid, you think you can catch that. And I guess, you know, you couldn't catch it, but he'd come over to high five at like, we play, you know, like kickball or something and be like, oh, don't touch me. So I, and I mean, I wasn't really that kid, but I didn't want him to touch me. It creeped me out. I was like, I don't want to have a skin disease. So, I mean, I can see it getting a little weird if you're in sixth grade and someone's telling you you have to dance with a boy with a skin disease on his hands. I know, but that is maybe teaching you tolerance. But it is teaching you tolerance. It's so horrible. If you come back to school the next day without a skin disease, you're like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah. It doesn't give me that skin disease. Yeah. I don't know. 60-40, you might get the I'm, disease, but at least you'll make his day. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think <laughs> it's I'm, I think I'm it. more on your side now. I think I am into this idea. I think if they're super young, yes. But if they're sixth grade or older, no. They should all enjoy each other. But I guess it's not real. Anyway, that's yeah. enough anyway. of analyzing that. Let's overanalyze some real things, some real questions. But think about that when it comes to when, a, when you ask a woman out. She doesn't have to say yes. She doesn't. So don't get mad when she doesn't. These guys were talking about that the other day. How um, They were just saying, I don't know why guys get so angry at a woman when she turns them down. And I was Who like, was saying that? This comedian I was on a show with the other night. Oh, really? He was like, I just am not, I don't know why he was talking about that. But he's like, I'm not programmed that way to get that insulted over it. It's like, okay, she doesn't like me. And I, I mean, I, I, I don't know the answer, but I said I think it's just buried in very deep insecurity. Yeah. I think some, I think it might be a thing of men not wanting women to feel, or not wanting to feel like women have power yes. over them. It's specifically like, oh, it's a woman rejecting me. Because when I used to online date, I would, if I said no to somebody, I got a lot of nasty, really? bad like messages. You fucking cunt. You're not... You're really? not pretty you're not enough. You're not that hot. Like, don't fucking flatter your... Like, but going to where, where I was like, I oh, would, I'm sorry. You know, like being so nice about it. Like, sorry, I'm not interested. And then them going... Then they lash. Like, uh, they lash. Yeah. They turn 180 degrees on you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've had that also many... Or, I mean, not that dating that that much, but I'd had you that enough. You were rejecting a hell of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> but I had had that happen enough where I was very uncomfortable saying I had a boyfriend because if a guy, even if I did, even when I did, because if a guy had been talking to me and I was talking friendly back, not thinking, okay, now he thinks I should lay him. Um, should lay. <laughs> I don't know. That was, I was like, are we in Hawaii? Do I lays or something? I said that wrong. I know. But I, I'm not thinking. I'm like, okay, I'm just having a conversation. I'm not thinking to where he's thinking. And, uh, then all of a sudden I go, oh my God, if I tell him I have a boyfriend, he's going to get angry at me because I've been talking to him like a nice person this long. Mm-hmm. Like a nice person. Yeah. It sucks that you have to like have a fear yeah. about that. So then I wouldn't say it at all that I have a boyfriend and then I'm just really him. misleading, but then I'll just ignore because I don't want that moment of them to be able to turn and be like, I didn't even fucking like you anyway. Mm-hmm. Why even tell me you had a boyfriend? You know, because that had happened yeah. several times. Oh, for sure, you ugly yeah. cunt. Thanks. <laughs> but it's true. That is a huge fear for a lot of, uh, a lot of women. But it is, it, it is funny to, he- when, you're, when you're in the position 
where you are the good person, you're not the asshole who does all these things and it still doesn't work out for you, it becomes very you get frustrated. confusing and frustrating, but understanding and hearing that there's all these things going on from other dudes who are your your com- your comrades, is that the right word? Like, <laughs> if you're 65. Well, I don't even know what it's called. Or Russian. Like, it's, other, yeah. it's other guys comrades. who are doing this to you, who are fucking you over. So yeah. um, it's, it's, it's really That's very true. Sad. It's very sad. So, so I'm happy with the elementary school. Allow <laughs> 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 for this place of joy to exist for a little bit longer. Anyway, hi ladies. How do I tell a girl I like is attracted to me or if she is just being nice if she is working and I am not? Also, if I have a date with a girl who works at a place that I frequent, such as the gym, would it be weird to see each other before the date? Just in passing. For example, the date is on Thursday and it's Monday. Would it be best to stay away from her or go to the gym when she's not working? Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. What do you think, Jared? Okay, and what was the first part of the question? The first part of the question is, how do I tell if a girl I like is attracted to me or if she's just being nice? Because she's working somewhere. Yeah. So like, let's say at your gym, the person at the front desk is like, hi, can I take your card, blah, blah. How do you know if she actually really likes you? Uh, if she's just responding to you every time, I think that's a, I'm working and I have to do this. This is my responsibility. Yeah. But I think if she will initiate something like, hey, you, or something, that might mean more. Maybe yeah, really like asking that. extra questions or joking a little bit more than just listening and responding. And I think also seeing how she's responding with other people. If she's doing the exact same thing with everyone else right. that she's That's doing with you. That's actually a very good thing to take notice of because you, you wrote about that in um, your flirting program. I did. Yes, the F formula, which people can check out on my website. Yes. Marissa wrote this program. Um, just go to my website, winggirlmethod.com, go to products, and then you will find the F formula. Mm-hmm. But you were talking about people doing this. Yeah, and finding out a girl's baseline is yeah. what I was calling it. So you have to kind of take note of like how she treats other guys and oh, other Oh, I see what you mean, baseline. People. Like how she is like on a mm-hmm. everyday plane, like mm-hmm. her. Yeah. She yeah. might be a hugger. She might right. hug everybody. Oh, hi, sweetie. Like, right. you don't know. That, yeah. That's not just reserved for you, so. But you were saying that if, there be, if your their behavior changes for you, mm-hmm. that could be an indicator. Even if it's like she gets quiet or shy, it's, it's all about the change of mm-hmm. the, the, the switch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. So what about you? So, it, so you, you've been a waitress before. Mm-hmm. You've been a waitress before too. Are right? you saying that just because of the way I look? <laughs> do I look like a waitress? Yes. Well, you we are wearing an waitress. apron right That's now. That's true. Also, I do have ribs I was a waitress tray. before. I was a hostess. I was a waitress. <laughs> I, yes, um, I've waited tables So for times. you, what, what was the, did you ever have people that were sitting at your table that you were attracted to? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what would yeah. be the difference for you? Like, how would you act differently? Um, I would, like, smile and look down at the ground and do, like, awkward giggling and, uh, yeah, like, lingering more. Um, a lot Are you sure of eye you don't contact. need more Diet Coke? Yeah. I just, he's like, you just filled it. There's no more room <laughs> for more Diet Coke in this Diet Coke cup. I can bring you another one. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, or, like, finding, or just also, like, weaving in jokes, like, you know, getting a little bit, maybe asking him something about himself and then like teasing him about it. So getting more personal. Yeah. Yeah. So I Mm -hmm. think that that's a huge indicator as well, like getting more personal. So I'm more shy to me. I mean, if, if I think if a girl gets 
a, like more shy with you, boom, it's like you have your answer right there. Yeah. And also, I okay, so but also like with this girl at the gym, so some people that work at the gym or some people in, you know, service industries, customer service are, they have to be nice for tips. So I understand there's some waitresses that are going to like flirt their asses off to get better tips. But if she's a girl that works at the front desk at the gym, she's not getting commission from you. She's so, I feel like you have to assess like, is she in a position where she might be just flirting to get tips? That might be a little bit tr- or to get but I think that might be a tell- little trickier I to think decipher. There'd be a difference between someone flirting for tips versus someone flirting because I think someone flirting mm-hmm. for tips is confident. They're going to be like that's touching true. the you know they're going to go for it. They're like I own this guy and you know and yeah they, that's true. They have that air around. It's going to be a little bit more timid if it's actually yeah. So if it's a real yeah, it'll be more timid. That's a good. Yeah, it could point. be flirting but timid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everything's a little bit more subtle mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, so that's an interesting point. So what about the second part of his question? If I have a date with a girl who works in a place that I frequent, such as the gym, would it be weird to see each other before the date. So, like, let's this say, is something I would think about. I'd over, oh, I'd, I'd overanalyze overthink this. Too. I probably yeah. wouldn't go to the gym. I probably wouldn't yeah. either. Don't go to the yeah. gym. <laughs> but I don't think that's wrong. I do. I think that it's wrong to not go to the gym. No, I don't think it's wrong if he did go. Like, if you know, clearly he, he goes saw to the her, gym. But then, like, what kind of conversation do you have? That's where it becomes awkward. Because, like, hey, I know. What's well, like? See, oh, you, on see you on Thursday. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe you could use the opportunity to build up a little yeah, anticipation. A like maybe you could, you know, drop a cute flirt here or there or, maybe or something. offer up your suggestions of what you're thinking. Don't hang around her though. Yeah. If you go, it's not like, hey, I'm here. Pre-date. Leave her pre-date. Her hi. Yeah. yeah. You go in, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Can't wait to see you Thursday. Yeah. And then and then move on to your stuff. Because it makes you look like you're not scared and you're not avoiding her. Yeah. But at the same time, if you talk and talk and talk. They're like, oh my god, this is a yeah, now preview of the date. the date. Yeah, Ugh. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, banter and flirt a little bit, be playful, and then get the hell out of there. Yeah, absolutely. And go back to your workout and just say, like, I'm really excited to see you on Friday, but I have to. Go. Also, you got to go to the gym because you got to look good for your date. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, you don't want to <laughs> skip like five days of, of a workout because then you're screwed when the date actually yeah. comes. But if it were me, I. I'm much more talk than I am action. I would definitely stay home. <laughs> like I wouldn't go, <laughs> I would but try. I think he should. I remember, I think I've talked about this before. So when I was in college, there was this trainer at the gym that, for, I don't know how to crush on me. I don't know why. I was like in a very depressed place. I had just gone through a breakup um, and I was not feeling great about myself. I'm not a good worker out or either. I would like do the minimal amount yeah. of the gym, like incline two, <laughs> like 4.0 speed. So I wasn't motivating him with my yeah. gym style, but he liked me and he would do all these flirty things at the gym. And then I had to stop going there because it was he too would much. be too much. So I would say like, just make it brief, interact with her. Um, but if it's too overwhelming for you, I would say just don't go to the gym. Yeah. If you think you can pull it off, do it. If you can't, yeah, if you can't pull it off, don't go. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Marnie Christian, my name is Arian. I'm so sick of some Oh, he creepy- must be German. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, somebody just contacted me today to license out my contact content in Germany. They want to take all my YouTube videos and transcribe oh, wow. them to German. Oh, cool. That's fun. Do you feel like my grandparents are going to be mad at me? Nah, you got to live. You got to survive. <laughs> be a real Jew and do it. I guess that's true. See, I know, that's true. That's, that's, that's like a huge payback there. Um, I'm so sick of seeing creepy pickup artists harassing women online that I felt inspired to make a gentleman's video on how to approach women without making them feel uncomfortable. Realizing I'm less than adept at this, I decided to turn to YouTube for advice where I discovered Marnie's channel. Very insightful. Thank you. Um, your hair, though. How do you girls make it look so healthy? <laughs> what? Wait, wait. That just took a really big divert turn. <laughs> 
starts off with creepy pickup artist videos and then goes into being creepy asking about her hair. No, I'm just joking. Okay, your hair though, how do you girls make it look so healthy? I'm over 30 and I've recently decided to grow mine out for the first time. I condition it and use hair lotion, yet it seems <laughs> hair lotion. a little dry and unhealthy. Is it just jeans? Regardless, I'm jealous of both of you. Ciao. Huh. Please tell that's me what you do. really random. Well, that's true. I mean, guys don't really, they're not taught about like grooming. care, grooming and, and how you have, I mean, I use really expensive shampoo. Yeah. I don't. But sometimes that's not the best for you. It might not be, but I know, I will tell you, if I shampoo with like Pantene or something from the drugstore, my hair looks wretched yeah, and my hair is already really coarse and this is with good shampoo. So you can imagine what it is when I'm not using good shampoo. So I think the first step is to get invest. It's expensive, but yeah. $20 a bottle for shampoo, $20 for yeah. conditioner, invest it. If you're a dude, you probably at don't least. have that. At least, right. Yeah. You probably, yeah. yeah and that's know, on the low end. Sad, and though, products. Exactly. Right. Like, but that's yeah. on the low end, right? Yeah. Plus products. Right, same thing for your skin, for your face. I have a hard time doing it, but like for your, for your face... You, you have to spend the money, invest the money. Oh, definitely yeah. get good products. Yeah. Um, but the thing but is, research, how do you know what's good products? That's why well, you go online and you research. You go online, good. you look at reviews, and yeah. you can kind of tell when it's... But there are some people whose skin responds really well to bad products. Like for mm. my friend, Jetty. My sister. Yeah. She, she uses like Jergens. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Jergens great. and like Pantene. Her hair looks beautiful and her skin yeah. looks great. So I think you have to play around with it as well. So for right now, my hair is changing because I've had a baby and your hair and all your nutrient levels and minerals and hormones go all over the place. So it messes up your hair. Like your hair is amazing one day and it's like suddenly falling out, which is horrible. So right now my hair is very dry. So I've started taking biotin, which is really good for your hair mm-hmm. to make it like stronger. And that's good it's for good your for nails, nails well. too, right? Yeah. But one thing I've noticed, so at my gym, they have... I want to say it kills. It's a very expensive brand. It's horrible for my hair because it's acid-based. Oh. So it makes it so dry and lifeless. And I actually went, okay, so then, and, and my scalp was starting to get really dry. I was getting dandruff. So I was like, I cannot use this shampoo anymore. So I went to the dollar store and got like a head and shoulders, like fake knockoff brand. And I used that and suddenly my hair had life again. Well, um, my mom used to tell me this about hair because of like, Shampoos will build up on your hair and make yeah. your hair dull and weighed down. And so my mom, every couple months, would use a clarifying shampoo, yeah. which basically strips all of the stuff off your hair, but it's also not great. Like I won't use a clarifying shampoo because I have a treatment on my hair that I can't strip off of it. I get the right. Brazilian blowout. Um, <laughs> so, but if, but if you think maybe you just have a pile up of just too much junk, pollution, all that stuff. Or you get like a hair gel or hairspray, whatever you're putting right. on your hair. Once every great while, use a clarifying shampoo. It'll strip oh, all that stuff does. off. Yes. And then you can restart back on your... And my mom would always say, well, after I use the clarifying shampoo, the next shampooing of, with, the, with her other shampoo, her hair always looked the best. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go see if my shampoos are clarifying shampoos. That's interesting. But also... Yeah, it strips your it, hair. If you're continuously stripping your hair, then it's not very good. Yeah. When I do... When I do wash my hair, I made it sound like I never do. When I wash my hair, I'm like, you know, when I choose to. Um, and you should not wash your hair every day. That's also something. You should not wash your hair every yeah. day. Um, and I wash my hair like once a week. Uh, but it's only, I mean, I'd wash it more. It's just its just too dry and thick. But um, uh, I leave, what my process is, is I'll shampoo my hair and right at the t- beginning of the shower. And then 
do conditioner and leave the conditioner on yes. the dur- duration of the shower. Yes, that's actually a very good idea. And the more that you're around steam, if you do have really dry hair and you can like you lock leave, it in. Yeah, so you can put lotion. That's why a steam room, when you go into a steam room, put conditioner in your hair and put lotion on your body because then your pores open up or something, whatever opens up your hair. I don't know if yeah. your pores opens up and it allows the moisture to go in. Yeah. A lot more. Well, um, Look how knowledgeable we, we are. Look at this. <laughs> well, we're tapping into something. Well, the last like, how thing. How are we going to answer this question? But obviously, not a problem. Well, the last thing that I'd say is um, there's also, if your hair is just not looking shiny whatsoever, you can go get stuff like, like get coconut oil yeah, and just douse your hair with coconut oil, let it sit for a while, and then and then shampoo it out. Yeah, but it's all these things... You, you don't do that that often. Your hair. Yeah. You have to know your hair. And I would say the next time that you do go to a good hairdresser, somebody who's like who's very knowledgeable about hair, ask them what kind of hair you have. Like, yeah. not somebody who's just going to bullshit you. Like, ask them to really tell you, like, what they see that you have, and then you can go find products that work best for you. And that's enough on hair. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, dudes. <laughs> no, but I wish I had a product to plug right now. I feel like we just sold that really well. Um, hey, Marnie, Kristen, and guest. First of all, I just wanted to say that I like your show. On top of the good energy you have on your show, I like the advice that you give. However, I have trouble putting the advice into practice. A lot of it has to do with lack of confidence. Here's my question slash issue. I've been rejected or friend zoned so many times that I actually have anxiety when even trying to talk to a girl. Of course, sometimes I come out with a hi or how you doing? But that's really about as far as I can get without being awkward. Then I start thinking of the worst case scenario. But this is just one part of the story. The other part is I have a visual impairment, so I don't drive. I think that's another reason I'm hesitant to talk to ask a girl out. I feel like I have to be the man and be the one to pick her up, etc. And of course, that's not happening. What do you think? Am I just overthinking this? Is that a big deal? I know I should let her know about my visual impairment, but at what point do I disclose that information? I'd appreciate any advice you can give. Thanks. Mm. And then P.S. Marnie would be possible to talk to you personally about this. Yes. Yes, it is possible. If you want to go to my mm-hmm. website, winggirlmethod.com, and go to the coaching section, um, I'd sign up for uh, consults, and we can we can talk to each other about this. But let's overanalyze it first. So what do you guys think? You could pick her up in an Uber. Yeah. Just go in an Uber. That's cute anyway. Everyone does that now. Yeah. I mean, it depends on, I guess, where you're living. If you're not in a major city and you don't really have access to an Uber, but I'm guessing Uber is now pretty much everywhere. So I'm guessing you can no matter what, pretty much get one. Yeah. Is that it? Mm-hmm. That was it for advice? <laughs> oh, yeah. We've got, we've, That's got, all. we've got 10 minutes on hair. <laughs> 30 seconds. And all I can think about now is I want to talk about nails and I know, skin. Seriously. We're going to do a new podcast soon. Well, I no, honestly, what I'm thinking is I feel really bad for this person because that is very difficult because as a woman, the idea of being driven by your boyfriend or your husband, you know, it feels old-fashioned and nice. Um, it's definitely something that, isn't the, going to be the end of the world for somebody, but I do feel bad that this is something that they have to deal with in dating because I know how difficult dating is to begin with. Yeah, but once a woman likes you, it doesn't even really matter. And in the very beginning, you can Uber at everywhere. So oh, absolutely, yeah. Attraction. I don't think that this is a huge deal breaker. I don't know what the visual impairment is um, uh, because I can't see you. But it doesn't sound like it's that... Horrible because you didn't say like I wonder I if can't he can see her. See her, right? The people he's asking. So out. I don't actually know. He's like I, mean, I ask men out all the time. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Yeah, you can use <laughs> this to your advantage a little I'm bit not if gay. you want. Like, can you just help me cross the street? Um, like, uh, the thing is, is yes. That, well, that's cute though. What you just said it, when you do throw it in there, you said that really cute. Like, can you help me cross the street? Yeah, it's adorable and a very witty w- way to 
bring it yeah. up. I always bring up Sean Stevenson whenever we have somebody come in come in, uh, and, and talk about things being their impairment or things that they may be ashamed of. And listen, I'm going to... Who's Sean so Stevenson? Sean Stevenson is my friend. He's like three feet, feet tall. He's in a wheelchair. Bone disease has, yeah, yeah, you've talked about him, wheelchair. Right. He's amazing. Does every girl want to date him? No, they don't because they... It's just how it is. But does every girl want to date Ted from Arkansas? From non-wheelchair? No, no, exactly. Who's not in a wheelchair? No. And the thing is, you have to find the right people who are open to it. But the thing that's going to allow the most people in so that you can select and they can select is not, not that you're not caring about it, but that you care about other things more that are part of your personality. Yeah. So my exercise to you, and it's the exercise I give to most guys who buy any of my programs, is that you can't focus on the negative and you have to highlight the positive. So if you can write down 10 awesome things about yourself, write them down on a piece of paper, write them in your notes, wherever you can have easy access to them, stick them in your back pocket, whatever it is, but write down things that are freaking amazing about you so that when you go to the negative space of, she won't like me because I can't drive or whatever, you can pull those out and remind yourself about the amazing things about you that you do have to offer just to perk yourself up a bit. And then you can go from that place instead of beating yourself up and being in a negative space when interacting. I also noticed he said um, worst case scenario. Yeah. So I want like I think he should put that into perspective. Worst case scenario when you're on an airplane is much different than when you're asking a girl out on on a street. You know, worst case scenario in an airplane is the plane goes down, everyone dies, you're dead, the end. Your family doesn't have you anymore, it's over. Worst case scenario when you ask a girl out is if she says no. Right, or a car comes and hits you yeah. when she it shoves you out of the way. <laughs> oh, on the same <laughs> But you can't go to that like fatalist place of like worst case scenario. Because yeah, worst case scenario, it's not great. She says no, but also it's not death. Right, you're not, not you're okay, not so going to be also it doesn't mean that you're like a troll that's unlovable like I right. think that's maybe the feeling that you're going to immediately it's like I, there's a lot of I know a lot of attractive awesome nice guys that I'm not interested in dating right so it's have nothing you ever, against have them have you ever dated anybody with like a visual impairment or in a um, no or? but I uh, uh, I, I went out on two dates with this guy who was in a wheelchair you did yeah I did where did you I, meet him? I met him on tinder Really? So okay. Yeah. So how? So how did okay. that go? Sorry. Tell me. Tell me the process of him like revealing that he was anyone. Yeah. So we'd been talking for like a couple days, and then he said, "You know, you should like. I just want to let you know, I'm in a wheelchair. Um, this and that, blah blah blah. And you know, so if you're cool with it, you know, let's meet He's up. Like, but I can do killer wheelies. Yeah. <laughs> but that's stuff you should say for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, he's a comedian and he's funny yeah, and, and stuff. So he kind of worked that in, and um, you know, I was like, yeah, that's. I'm I'm open to stuff. I mean, in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm a, I want to be open to to that. I don't know how it's going to be. Let's just find out. So, um, yeah. So I went anyway. Well, and, and how? Well, and he went on a and day. we. And he was I a don't dick. feel. Yeah, he was such a dick. Uh, yeah, I mean, me off when I said like it's not the wheelchair. It's your yeah. dick. I yeah, actually, we got along well. Um, I just didn't feel chemistry. I really was just getting like a friend vibe from him, but. I mean, if I had felt chemistry, then a wheelchair doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, well for the record, I, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but I am dating someone with cancer. Oh, wow. So, um, so it's not, you know, a visual impairment. It's not impossible. And this person has... Like she's madly in love with somebody. Yes, we're in love oh, wow. and he has cancer. Um, and so I've, you know, what I had to do with that was change my reality. It was like I, 
what you see things one way and like you want one thing and that's what your idea is. Like Marnie, when she talks about dating before her husband, it was like, you only had a sphere of this type of person. And then you met your husband who was totally different than that. And so you had to basically go, can I do this? Can I, is this something that I I could, right. And so, um, that's kind of what happened for, for me. So it's like, if you're dating someone with a visual impairment, you have to just kind of go, I like this person this much that this is a nothing thing. And so that's what the cancer thing for, with my guy is that mm-hmm. I love him so much and um, I, he could have 5,000 cancers right now and I would still you know, love him as much as I do. He's got cancer and he's old. And he's older. Yeah. yeah he's much older. <laughs> I want you to take back everything you ever said about not dating older guys. I know. Because I got, I got uh, people got, several people wrote to me saying they were mad at me that I said I wouldn't date older guys and now my boyfriend um, is uh, in his late 40s. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just so, never know, right? See, but it is funny. Like, uh, there's so many women who have come on to this show and I, I have it because I've interviewed like nearly 6,000 women for my website um, who say one thing and that's why I push harder because I know that it's not the absolute truth. Right. Like if you meet the right person, it shifts. But and that's that- what I was saying earlier. Like people know their experience. My experience yeah. was like, I didn't date older guys. My experience was we were on the same level. We weren't in the same um, phase of life. We didn't grow up with the same TV shows. That, that was my experience until your you experience changes. Mm-hmm. Right. Until I got older. But also my experience changed. Yeah. I had all of those things with an older person. And so then you realize, oh, what oh, I was thinking possible. this entire time wasn't mm-hmm. correct even though also while we're talking about uh flipping the script like the girl that you're asking out she might have cancer she might have a wooden leg under those jeans yeah. you don't know what you know nobody's perfect we all have our shit my mom loves to say that we all have our shit marissa yeah so it's not it's really not the end of the world you should copyright that yeah <laughs> i should make t-shirts <laughs> with her face just thumbs yeah. up uh i also was gonna say about uh, just the anxiety of approaching and and getting uh, rejected. Maybe take baby steps. Maybe just start with, you know, don't think ahead to, I'm going to ask her out and she's going to reject me. Start with, I just want to have a nice conversation with this woman. Oh, it's going well. Okay, I just want to, you know, or, or if you know this person, maybe just start with the idea of, yeah, I just want to be chummy with her and see how that goes. Take it step by step. Don't immediate, you don't immediately have to go to, hello, I am sexually attracted to you. I would like to take you out on a date. I would like to lay you. Let's go to Hawaii. Um, Yeah. yeah. So baby steps in your mind. Yes. And it will diminish the anxiety. Well, that makes you more selective as well, because if you're not sure about her, then it puts you in a a position of power. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, next. He's got hand. You got to have hand. He has hand? Upper hand. It means upper hand. Interesting. Never heard Someone that said that to me recently, and I had never heard just say hand rather than upper hand, but I liked it. I was like, oh, I like that. Yeah. Huh. He's got hand. Well, I, I wasn't sure if it was like a hand job. No, sure upper hand. Were. Yeah, He's maybe the, outside of hey this guys, I got some world hand. of past women, then I would understand. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Give me a hand. No, it doesn't. I can't work it. He's got Um, handy. Yeah, he's got hand. Um, Hey, I love the show. It has helped me a ton getting out there and taking chances. However, I've been seeing this girl for about a year. She has two kids and is uh, two years older than me. I don't have kids or any responsibilities. Now we hang out every other week, and each time we hang out, we have a great time. I can totally be myself around her, and I know she feels the same. However, I asked her out about five months ago, and she said something like this. You are a great guy, but it wouldn't work out between us. So he's not really seeing her. He's just like hanging out with her. I questioned her a bit, but respectfully accepted her answer. Since then, I have hung out with the other with other women and don't put as much effort 
with the original girl, but I don't get the same feeling as I do with the original girl. I still hang out with the original girl and continue to have a great time. Where I need advice is should I continue to pursue her even though she doesn't see me as a potential boyfriend or more? She has seen me around her two boys, ages five and six, and has seen how good I am with them. I believe I have done everything to show I can take uh, responsibility. How do I play this out? Or should I just let her go? Sorry. Yeah, next word. Thank you. Why does she say it's not going to work out? Is it because of the kids and responsibility thing? Or is it... I think that's just the way someone says, I don't like you. Yeah, she's just saying, I don't feel that with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then why is she hanging out with him and having him hang out with their kids and stuff? I don't know. Why not? Because she enjoys him as a friend. There's a lot of... Oh, so they're not hooking up. That that was misleading because he said, I've been seeing this girl. He's literally saying... But I think he thinks he's seeing her, though. That's the problem. Right. Because in his mind, he's dating her, but they're just not being intimate with each other. And then he said five months ago, he asked her out on like an actual date and she said oh no but they continue hanging out as friends yeah so they're totally oh, yeah, on different no. pages yeah, and no. don't don't pursue her she's it's like get out of the friend zone yes that's possible but in certain situations i don't think it is and so she has kids yeah. she's got you in this i mean yeah well, maybe you're, she you're could in but this space with her and actually it, it, you're not in you're you are in the friend zone so do you want to work on getting out of the friend zone and put that time in or do you want to take that time that it would take to maybe not even get out of the friend zone and put that time elsewhere where you might have a possibility with someone else. Yeah, and plus, if you're still hanging out with this woman, then it's going to be very challenging when you're hanging out with new women to see past how you feel about this other woman. Right. It's very distracting. But the thing is, is that it sounds like you have you do have a nice friendship, and she does trust you enough to be around her children. So it becomes a little bit more complicated. She thinks you're not a sex offender, which is a good sign. Right, exactly. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, so have her introduce you to her other friends. But there was something that... Um, this guy Harry said on our show recently that he was talking that will about, come out after this episode. Yes, that, <laughs> but he was talking about like if you want things to shift, you got to give it time and space. Like things are not going to change with this woman if you don't take space from her. So number one, take some space from her. Let her miss you a little bit, and then when you do hang out with her. Be a little bit different when you hang out with her. Flirt with her, tease her. She knows you're reliable. She knows you're safe. She lets you hang out with her kids, but she doesn't know that you're exciting. She doesn't know that you can spark chemistry with her. She doesn't know that you can joke around with her. She doesn't know that you can tease her, make her feel sexual thoughts. Like She doesn't know that side of you. So if you can show that side, I think you have a better chance of potentially swaying her, but you need to have some distance first. Hey you, this is Marnie, and thanks for listening to the Ask Woman podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think of us. And also, give us five stars, just because. Okay, so then we're wrapping up our show. Holy, 43 minutes. I know. That, that, I got a little bit distracted. So there was I no didn't break. realize we've been taping, taping that I know. Long. Well, time flies when you're with Marissa Madsen. Yes, That's right. Talking about <laughs> hair. I swear to God, this is a 20-minute conversation. Anyway... All of us have wonderful hair, um, and we're very happy about it, and we're going to create our own uh, shampoo line. Yeah, and Soon. apply all the advice we gave you to your pubes as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> Expensive shampoo. No, kidding. Actually, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. So, like, My favorite how topic. should a guy groom? Uh, I know there's a lot of rules for women, but, like... I'm just going to be very transparent. Like, I wish my husband trimmed more. Yeah. I think <laughs> he trim- says he trims, but he doesn't understand what trimming actually means, even though I give explicit. But maybe he's got that much that it, that is a trim. No, he will not. Like, I guess it's shaving his thighs. Yeah. Oh. He will not oh, do that. Yeah. He's, mm. yeah. So there's he, pubes he, everywhere. Yeah. He looks like <laughs> short, yeah. but they're everywhere. Right. Get stuck in your teeth. <laughs> yes. I think definitely trimming, absolutely necessary if you're a super hairy dude. Yeah. If you're not a super hairy dude, 
I think I don't mind like hair. I think it's like attractive-ish. Your hair is fine. I want you to yeah. have hair there, but it goes down to his knees. Yeah, like trimming, but not shaving to where it looks like you shave like a woman. Yes, like I don't want that. Yeah, not either, too short. But you have to have like some separation between the thigh and <laughs> between the, the forest and your front yard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I like I like trimming. I would never say like a landing strip for a guy. Ew, no, nothing designy. I mean, if if yeah. you're into like wrestlers that are like cheesy as fuck, okay, yeah. maybe they can do a landing strip if that's your style, but. Well, that's sort of fun. Then. That's like, yeah, but yeah. it's like dudes that wear like too many bracelets and rings and right, whatever. But generally, I'd say for the for the queen of stereotypes, for, I am for the Eddie Bauer man. Yeah. I would say trimming is fine, yeah. but no designs. What dear about God. Um, the butthole? Do you have to get the hair out of there? I think you should trim that down too. I think if you're doing any <laughs> trimming, if you're doing trimming at all, you might as well. You're there. I agree. I think you should. Yeah. Well, I've first never of all, thought it's about better. men even attempting to do that, but that sounds fucking great. Yes, because yeah. do it, guys. Yes. Yeah, do it, guys. You don't, <laughs> we smell. You don't want her to know you as Dingleberry. No, like it just even that's DB. Yeah, that's just true. sweat and stuff gets all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the thing, and and you should actually be conditioning that area. Yeah, I do mean, you, you can shampoo definitely shampoo that area. Do I shampoo that area? Yeah, I actually don't put shampoo. Well, I keep down it there. maintained where there's no shampoo necessary. Well, so do I. But then why do I condition it? What, you're conditioning your skin or your butthole no, hair? Oh, not my butthole hair, but I'm talking about like my pubes. <laughs> oh. But I do condition it, but I don't shampoo it. Oh, I, well, I you just wash it with soap. your pubes. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. What have I been I doing? Do, I, I don't even know why I do I it. Maybe so have, short. I maybe have like once in the past five years done that out of like, I just felt like staying in the shower longer. I'm like, oh, condition my pubes. <laughs> Trying to draw this out as long as possible. Yeah, but I don't know. I just I never that. thought Someone's about it because I'm like paranoid of putting anything near my vajay. Yeah, that could it changes like the pH. Change the pH on it. Yeah, yeah you're not very sensitive. Like, I'll just usually use like bar soap or body wash, and if I'm washing, yeah, if oh, there's right. hair there applicable, yeah, you'll put that on there. Yeah, but then I don't condition after. I don't know why I condition that. <laughs> it is very short. Like I don't think it's making it softer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's hard to hair that to is. penetrate. It's hard to condition. Like, so then why did I just say for men to condition down there? I don't know. I maybe they to, have it longer. Maybe it, I mean, maybe it could help soften it so it's not so brillo-y. Yeah. You just don't want it to be scratchy and like just so full that just yeah. bugs could be in it or something. You know, like I know that's what I picture too. If it is yeah. too big, it's like there's uh, like what's in it? Things yeah. Things in here. Yeah. Anyway, that's a great way to end our show. <laughs> hair to hair. There you go. <laughs> From there to there. Full circle. Yep. Anyway, Marissa, how do people find out more about you other than checking out the F formula, which is available on my website, winggirlmethod.com? Yes, please go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's Marissa Madsen. Uh, I'm at marissamadsen.com. And on Twitter, I'm Marissa Mads, M-A-D-S. Perfect. Yes. And Kristen? Chip me up on Instant Go if you guys want help with bantering with women mm-hmm. or help with your online dating profile. And uh, you can find me there on instantgo.com slash Kristen Carney, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y. But also listen to my other podcast called Mentally Chill. And we talk about depression. So I'm assuming some of, some of our listeners have depression. If you're having a hard time yeah. dating, you might be in the dumps. So a uh, funny show about depression. Yeah. Because I've just learned recently about temporary depression. It yeah. is possible. Yeah. Yeah. So. so anyway, if you want to get out of it or be more wallowy in it, you can listen to that I podcast. I feel like other as people well. are the same as you, which is also kind of nice sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, Kristen has a banter and texting product coming out. So if you sign up for her Instant Go, it gives her more experience in that world that she could potentially use for the book to make you a better banterer and texter. Anyway. 
You guys are awesome. If you want to write in questions to overanalyze this, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. New episodes of the Ask Women Podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. You guys are wonderful and amazing and very supportive. And thank you for sticking with us, even though we bounce all over the place and are crazy lunatics. (laughs) Uh, We'll see you next week. Bye.